Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. everybody, I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello, from the internet, not Colorado. And the mysterious L. Dosvidania, my beautiful babies. <laughs> topical. Oh, yeah, incredibly very. topical. Yes. Like, yeah. them, them, them Russian boys are back at it again. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Those cl- th- those clowns in Russia are up to it again. Boy, those clowns! <laughs> Just... Just, uh, Vladimir Putin driving the General Lee jumping over the Ukraine, <laughs> <laughs> high fiving Trump. Oh, <laughs> oh, they're they're just to let you know, like the alternate universe that QAnon lives in. There was a meme going around that ha- that was a fo- that's uh, three photos of Putin. Uh, Kim Jong-un and Trump on the phone talking to each other. And then like Pepe the Frog is in asking, what's the next step, uh, boss, or whatever. Because that's the good, th- those are the good guys in QAnon is just like a wannabe dictator and two actual dictators. That is their heroes. As a child of the 80s, I like, I don't know that I can ever be like pilled to think Russia is great. Like everything I grew up watching, watching, Russia was the bad guy, the bad guy du jour. Like, I think the A-team fought Russia, like, half of the episodes. Uh, uh, Like, Chuck Norris was constantly fighting Russia. G.I. Joe, like, there there was, like... Yeah, during during the Cold War, it was Russia. And then following the Cold War, it was China. But then China became a very big market for a lot of American interests. So now it's North Korea. Because North Korea is... Just as Asian as China, but too poor for us to care about. 
Right. Yeah, I re- remember when like North Korea conquered us in the new Red Dawn because they couldn't have China be the bad guy. Was that the plot of it? Like, yeah, yeah. The, well, so it's so a Red Dawn. The, the the Red Dawn remake like sat on the shelf for like eight years or whatever. And during that time, they were just like, oh, we can't make the bad guys China because we need Chinese people to want to see our movies still. So we have to go in and just modify all of it to make them Korean. <laughs> wow, and, I did and, not know and, that. Yeah, and if I could ever think of a nation that could bring America low, it's North Korea. Like, so, a <laughs> little, little behind the scenes here, when I was in the army, my first job was a uh, Korean cryptological linguist, and I so I got briefed on North Korea a bunch. Uh, I didn't get very far in that because learning Korean is very hard. So, but I got briefed on North Korea a lot. Now, their army is big for their national size and a full quarter of it is special forces. So they are dangerous, but the thought of them ever being able to invade America is laughable. Like to the point of like, that might as well be a star Wars movie. It's so unrealistic. (laughs) Like, yeah, man, I'm pretty sure we're all, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page on that one. Like, look of all, of all the people that we have to worry about North Korea, like for an invasion, North Korea, not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't think anyone was fooled, but that is bizarre. Like that's so far. I can give you a pretty succinct list of countries we need to worry about doing a ground invasion of the United States, and it would just be like thirty seconds of silence because <laughs> if it's gonna happen to good old the USA, it is not going to be a ground invasion. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a rain of nuclear fire and then no one will want to invade our ground because it will be completely irradiated. Right, exactly. <laughs> like the only way I could see a ground invasion even being feasible is if they somehow cut a deal with Mexico and Mexico was just fully on board. And then there's just no way to hide that. But we'd be like, we'll triple at the might of the Mexican armed forces. Yeah. Yeah. It would be some, it'd be Russia coming up through Mexico. Right. Um, It would be great if, if Mexico was just like, you know, we're, we're doing it. We're, we're, we're coming back. We're taking back over Texas. So we're just like, meh. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing of value was lost. You just stop at the Texas border. We'll be cool. Uh, and nothing of value was lost. Oh God! Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the uh, it's, it's the uh, the Zimmerman telegram from World War One, where Germany was like, "Hey, Mexico, you want to like reconquer some of America? Join us in the war." And that more than the Lusitania was why we actually entered World War One was because uh, the British were like, "Hey, America, guess what the Germans want to do to you?" And then America was like, "Oh, those crowds. Okay, we'll finally get involved in this war that you've been fighting for forever." And whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, anyways, um, we've been spitballing and riffing, but we got to talk about QAnon and all that wackiness, which means we got to play the content warning. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Dateline, January 26th, <laughs> 20 and 22, from the straight digital front line to your beautiful ears back home on the good old US and A. It's time for some breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> So dramatic. I love it. 
Oh, man. Give it to us, Mike. What's the breaking news? Uh, the breaking news is that uh, Justice, Justice Breyer on the, your Supreme Court of the United States has uh, announced that he is retiring. And this will allow uh, Biden and the democratically controlled Senate to uh, offer up his replacement on the court. Breyer was roughly 300 years old. So uh, pretty much the moment that uh, Ossoff and Warnock won in Georgia... Uh, people were uh, trying to gently shove him out the door to uh, allow Biden to get somebody new in there. And uh, thankfully, uh, he has uh, taken the advice of all the various and sundry uh, political activists of the Democratic Party and liberals and has elected to uh, call it a day so that we will be able to get somebody in um into the on the Supreme Court, who was not an eyewitness to the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. So I don't know. Uh, it's really close to the election. Shouldn't we wait and let the new president pick? <laughs> it's, been, it's almost three. Yeah, we only have Biden. Only has a scant three years left in office. So I think maybe the American people need to weigh man. in on this one. And yeah, a, a lot of stuff has gone down in my history of being alive and a like a citizen of the nation of uh, the U.S. and A. I, I still to this day don't think any single political move has infuriated and continues to infuriate me more to this day than that. Like depriving Obama his Supreme Court pick and just getting away with it. And like everybody just being like, okay, that's a thing you can do. You could just say, no, we're not going to do it. And, and then doing the exact opposite with Trump, like jamming a Supreme Court through. Yeah, I mean, the hypocrisy was not a surprise. The other thing was a surprise in so much as I like that. That was sort of like the last shred of my belief in the way our government works. Yeah. Was when it was just like, well, Obama's only got one full calendar year left in office or whatever. So we're not going to allow him to, because the people should be able to decide. And it's like, yeah. we did decide when we voted him in for his second term. Yeah, like, we talked about this. It's just like, yeah. can, can we get like some cops or something to arrest these people for tr treason or sedition? Or like the constitution, I'm pretty sure says the president gets to pick these people. Like, what's the deal? And it's just like, no, you can just say they're, well, we're not going to do it. Well, you know, we'll just wait for our guy to get in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I remember. Like two days before the election, when everyone thought that Hillary was going to win that thing, Ted Cruz was out there saying, we will block her Supreme Court appointments for her, her entire term. We will not let her appoint a justice uh, should she should she prevail in this election, which we all think she's absolutely going to. We're just going to just we're going to let the Supreme Court sit at eight. And if any more liberals drop dead, then we'll go down to seven. We don't care. We are psychotic and power mad and we will just run things any way we can in order to maximize the amount of power that we currently have and until the american people finally uh decide to stop us fuck them i mean that's just yeah. it that's just their mentality yeah and i mean if anything if it like you know it, it it infuriated me and it did sort of i was just like oh this is probably why republican conservatives see democrats and uh liberals as like cuckable losers yeah because literally <laughs> when they cuck us we just sit there and just go stop Please stop cucking us. And they're just like, no, we're not going to do that. We're just like, but we don't like it. And they're just like, we don't care. Do something about it. We're just like, no. <laughs> All right, cool. Sick. Uh, awesome. Awesome country we're running here. So good. 
Oh, I, I, rem- I, I mean, that was the other thing that was so awesome was, like, during that whole time where people like me were, like, running around our hair on fire saying, well, Hillary's got to win in order for us to get control of the Supreme Court. You had all these, like, quote-unquote leftist liberals being like, don't try to blackmail me with the Supreme Court. I ain't worried about nothing. All those justices, they get old all the time. There'll always be new seats available all the time. You could use that argument every election. Guess what? I can and will because it's fucking important. Control of the Supreme Court really really fucking matters and you yep. got and you got one side who has like elected senators literally saying yeah if we still control the senate and hill dogs the president she doesn't get justices she can pound sand and then the other side is just like yeah i'm gonna vote for um i'm gonna vote for uh jill steen to send a message and if if trump gets a hold of the supreme court and turns it into a nightmare of conservative lunatics who will end abortion go after gay marriage uh birth control and all the other lunatic christian fascist bullshit they believe in meh no skin off my nose because uh they'll get old and die and then uh saint bernie will eventually come down from heaven and uh get our yeah, and it's just, just no skin off my nose because as a progressive liberal, I am ninety percent like I'm like ninety five percent almost certainly white and probably like sixty five percent almost certainly male. So birth control doesn't matter to me. Abortions, who gives a shit? I don't make babies. It's like okay, cool, yeah. good work. Yeah, B- Bernie twenty twenty four. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so so fucking stupid. And Let's again, go, Bernie. I, I'd like, to, I'd like yeah. to say for the record that. Like uh, I, I agree with progressive politics. I just think that, like you know, we have to give it some time because right now our actual literal way of life is under attack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so while the uh, the politics of of this Supreme Court vacancy are one thing, uh, the madness of who is going to actually be the replacement for Breyer uh, is now currently uh, just burning up the inner tubes and QAnon and all the rest of them. Um, the first uh, idea that people have, and I'm sure this will be basically the universal belief by, of QAnon by nine o'clock this evening, it, 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 it is that Kamala Harris will be appointed as the next Supreme Court justice, uh, allowing the vice presidency to be opened up so that Hill Dog can get in there and be the vice president, and then she'll just. And then she'll just push Sleepy Joe to the side in a few months, and bam, President Clinton, it's finally happening. And uh, I have seen uh, various and sundry people on the internet who are ever so uh, adroit political analysts being like, you know, Kamala's upside as a presidential candidate isn't that great. Maybe we send her to the, the SCOTUS. And we get someone with a little more upside as Biden's Veep so that uh, they can actually beat Trump in 2024 or 2028, whenever that little uh, event happens. So, And uh, I want to make it clear to everybody that's incredibly stupid and will never happen. Um, yeah. Not the, least, not the least of all because of the fact that um, what? if – if Harris were to become a justice on the Supreme Court, the vice presidency would be vacant. And at that point, the Democrats would effectively lose control of the Senate because the Republicans could block everything on a 50-50 vote. The dumb little proviso in the Constitution that the vice president is the tie-breaking vote in the Senate actually really matters a lot right now. So, so, so wait, uh, okay, so let's, let's go with this for just a second. If Kamala... Harris, uh, our current vice president, was 
put up for the Supreme Court. She would never get approved. But let's say they do and she does. The vice presidency's vacant doesn't – there has to be a proviso in there for uh, Biden just to uh, pick a new vice president, right? Yes, but that new vice president has to be approved by a majority in both the House and the Senate. And oh, now the, so they just I, get to stall and then get – oh, yeah, okay. So it really oh, would be the dumbest thing in the world. And, and the best part about that is is that you you now you get into the 90 psychotic lunacy world of the Republicans winning the House in November and then appointing Trump the Speaker of the House, which you're allowed to do. The Speaker of the House does not have to be an actual elected official of the House. Anyone can be the Speaker. And if you didn't have the... You vice- could be Spider-Man. Yes. Anyone could be Spider-Man. So uh, technically, you could have an empty vice presidency and Trump next in line for success for succession to the presidency with Biden as the president. And uh, let's just say I bet the Secret Service wouldn't be sleeping too well at that point, given the nature of Trump's fandom and what they think they could conceivably do to achieve total to help save America from the crisis of the deep state. So yeah, uh, all of that is incredibly shitty and scary. So uh, I love the no- idea that like to uh, these wacky conservative folks, like us, us like ignorant liberal folks are just chipping at the bit for a Clinton presidency. Ooh, we love, we all love Hillary so much. We can't stop talking about how much we love Hillary. Dog, nobody loves Hillary Clinton. Like <laughs> you, you could have put. You could have put uh, a, like a like a, a like a wet paper bag filled with even wetter dog shit and just scrawled on it universal health care and put it up against Donald Trump and I would have voted for it wet bag all day like it's it's not that we love our candidates it's that your your conservative candidates are just so bad they're so <laughs> bad yeah. Yeah, it's it's literally my options are fascist or not fascist so I'm going to vote the not fascist every time. I don't care. I mean, that's the thing that's like so I mean, Obama did have a cult of personality around him and he was young and dynamic and charismatic and came out of nowhere and all that kind of stuff, but I don't need a cult of personality around my president. I really don't. I just want them to kind of mind the shop and take care of business for me. And if they can get some some shit through our ungovernable house and senate, god god bless them. Well, but, let's not go crazy. Have, have, having a cool, well-spoken president is a is a net positive for a lot yeah, of stuff. It, it makes me feel a lot better when we get to international politics phase. Oh, yeah. uh, when, when it's just like, hey, th- this is the guy that has to go talk to other top-tier leaders around the world, and you get to your choices are Barack Obama, like incredibly good at speaking, incredibly charismatic, seems like a chill dude, or Donald Trump, a mashed potato golem that was granted sentience by some twist of magic fate. Like I'm gonna go ahead. I want Obama yeah, all that, day in those circumstances. Oh, and that brought us to the brink of war a million times. Like, oh, oh god. And and yet he's the, he was the peace president. If you talk to QAnon, he was the, he was the most peaceful, benevolent guy in the world after he drone strike that Iranian general. I mean, oh, I, I remember. I remember how peace. I remember how peaceful it felt when he was <laughs> when he was like saber rattling with North Korea. What? And, yeah. and there were like actual concerns, like from top tier military officials. It was just yeah. like, we should probably take the nuclear football away from Trump or whatever. Like, yeah, like he's being bothersome. Yeah, President of Peace, like cl- closest we've been to nuclear war in a hundred thousand years or whatever. Yeah, so peaceful. I, I love the what? imminent threat of nuclear war. Let's go back to let's go back to the fifties or whatever, guys. Because that that is what conservatives want. They just want to make America the 50s again, including the imminent threat of nuclear war at any moment. 
Hey, I, I want I want kids uh, to to wear masks and do duck and cover drills. I want all of these things. I want your childhood to be filled with viruses and the threat of nuclear annihilation. That's I think that's what we all want, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh and, my god! And the other the other sign that I've seen uh, from uh, QAnon already is that uh, don't you worry your pretty little heads about Biden getting this justice in because uh, Trump's eventually just going to reveal the de- the devolution thing and be like, nope, nope, Biden doesn't get this uh, justice appointed. I'm still the president. I'm coming back in. And you thought that 6-3 conservative majority was bad. Boom. 7-2, suckers. Gotcha. I was just hiding in the shadows, waiting for Breyer to step down. And then I sprung forth like a lion. And now I'm going to just pack the court even more because I was always president the whole time. Yeah, I bet Mike Lindell's having a good old time with this and his 9-0. Oh, we're getting so close. So perilously close to absolute 9-0. Yeah. It's yeah, coming. well, I mean that—that's why we needed this uh, this Methuselah to shamble peacefully into the sunset, uh, not dying, just retiring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dying would have worked too, but retiring <laughs> is better for him and his family uh, because you know we're the, the 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 liberals have to maintain their stranglehold minority on the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I would, oh, rather, I would rather have uh, our minority include someone who is, again, uh, somewhere around the age of 50 and not around the age of uh, way past the average life expectancy of a male in America. Let's let's do a Doogie Hauser. Let's elect some, like, some, like scrappy 18-year-old progressive liberal to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Lifetime appointment, right? Like, let's get, let's get somebody who's got 60 years in the tank in them. Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's somebody yeah. who, like, 50 years from now could just be like, I remember when 9-11 happened. And this is why that is like 9-11. <laughs> Mike, this is nowhere on our list. I recently learned out that there, learned that there's a Street Fighter character named Q, and he looks like a crazy conspiracy dork. Has QAnon ever done anything with the Street Fighter character Q? No, I've never heard of them. So I, they have never. I, it's just not in their uh, like their 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 level of their plane of existence. Wow. I've never been closer to quitting the podcast than I am right now. Neither of you knew about the Street Fighter Three character Q. <laughs> I've, I've seen him. I've referenced that character on this podcast. There was a whole episode where my running goof was just naming other Qs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, this podcast is over. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Elf is uh, getting up and leaving. And yeah, they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, that's our uh, breaking news segment. Methuselah's dead, and by dead I mean retiring. Uh, do we want to go into our actual headlines for the week? Sounds like a play to me. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. <sighs> so uh, let's get into the remarks on national healing, which. Uh, was all about healing America's partisan rift and divide. Yeah, and- I mean, of course, so before we get into the nitty-gritty of this, of course, I know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Obviously, I, I, I've i got my finger on the pulse, but it, it, explain it as if though you would a child, to quote Galaxy <laughs> Quest. Yes. Uh, for, the, for the listeners out there who might not know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, So oh, I yeah. ask you, who the hell is Leonardo Leonardo? <laughs> 
So uh, the remarks on national healing were a memo that was being that was being drafted in the Trump White House after they had lost the election uh, to try to find ways to overturn the election results and to, you know, keep Trump in power, even though he lost. And uh, one of the main parts of the remarks on national healing was that there was to be an executive order allowing uh, the military to seize voting machines so that so that they could begin analyzing those machines to see if they could figure out how those machines had stolen Trump's rightful votes and given them to that evil usurper Biden. And um, by the way, uh, this uh, this fantasy never actually came to fruition. Uh, Trump never actually signed the executive order, but it was drafted. And another part of this executive order instituted that there would be a special counsel that would be uh, brought in to uh, investigate what was going on vis-a-vis the voter fraud and other uh, bad stuff that happened during our election. And given all the crank bullshit in this memo, it is very obvious that the special counsel was supposed to be Sidney Powell, uh, the lawyer lady of Kraken fame. (laughs) Everybody loves a Kraken. Yes. So this was like for anyone who was thinking that this shit was like not at the highest levels of the government and that Trump wasn't involved in the coup to try to maintain power after having lost an election. uh, It's all bullshit. He absolutely was up to his neck in this shit. He uh, Michael Flynn was part of this as well. Uh, Our boy, Mike Lindell, uh, all of these people were in one way or another, interwoven into this plot to try to find something, anything, in order to uh, cast aspersions on the legitimacy of the election so that Trump would not have to leave office. Uh, this memo also further stated that the military might have to run a do-over election where we have <laughs> the military... Oh, do-over election, huh? Yeah. Like, well, obviously that election was fraudulent. So uh, we're going to give everyone a couple weeks. We're going to have the military uh, just invade America as one does in a uh, constitutional republic where the military isn't in charge of everything. And uh, then under the watchful eye of the military, you will trot into ye old uh, voting booth and cast your vote again. And hopefully this time you get it right. <laughs> so. I remember when I was in basic training and they, they went over all the, the powers we as the army had to run elections. That, that was a big day. We went over that a lot uh, on, yo, you guys have election powers. What? Like just doubling back on something that uh, that Mike has said earlier, I love the idea that any one of our listeners would just be like, you know, I don't think Trump was involved in any of that seditious shit at all. I think he was just a innocent, harmless bystander <laughs> while while his his base just got too antsy in the pantsy. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, unless you're one of like the handful of people that might hate listening to the podcast, so that you could really own the libs by supporting uh, their independent. Uh, content production endeavors in which case uh we we salute you hate listener and also trump knew what was up yeah it's <laughs> mean- just an innocent bystander you know when he literally said hey go fight for me or whatever and then they did it and then suddenly he was just like well i was being like flowery and metaphorical i didn't mean actually march on the capitol it's it, do stuff and it's just like yeah sure thing bud it's yeah. like i just wanted to hold my ba- my bible upside down for photo ops and stuff no big deal yeah mbt 
Oh my god. Can you god. imagine if anybody else had held their Bible upside down? I mean, I think we wow. talked about it in the pod before, we, but boy. We have. We've yeah. talked about this more than once. They this is the, mo- the most Illuminati confirmed ever, but the, I just love like the the the, the powers of hypocrisy in the conservative person just like completely beyond reproach. There's just a- absolutely, absolutely no like bottomless, limitless shonen style power levels of hypocrisy. Oh, there's so many, any democratic politician would have been literally crucified for holding the Bible upside down. Oh, it would have uh, been, been blasphemy. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, uh, there were there were people uh, who found that because uh, Biden has like one of those like incredibly ancient giant Bibles uh, that has like clasps on it, and someone like found a photo. Well, of, yeah, I mean he's Joe Biden, so he's probably got a first edition Bible. Yes, <laughs> first edition Bible. <laughs> yeah, that got me. That really got me. It was a slider. I had to think about it for longer than I should have. First edition Bible. Yeah, he he has an alpha Bible. It has the more rounded edges. It's not like a beta Bible. Alpha Bible. You, yeah, he's, alpha he's, 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 he's got first edition nerd. hollow foil shadowless Bible. Yes. It's got the printing errors. You can see little corners where it didn't quite print all the way to the edge. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, so uh, but the, the, they have the photos of him being sworn as vice president, and like the Bible was actually upside down when he took the oath because the latches have crosses on them, and the crosses are upside down, proving that he was on oh, Bollock's side the whole time, straight to hell. Yeah. Um. God. So I mean, but does this accomplish anything? I've seen a bunch of op eds where they're just like, "We have all the proof in the world that Trump was seditious as shit." But people have to care, and does America care? Uh, I think and. I think it really just comes down to most of all, like what does the one six committee bring up in the end of the of their like investigation? Like, what do they bring? Do what do they send to the DOJ that's actionable? And how much pressure then gets put on Garland and everybody else to uh, to act on this shit? I mean, I, I think that's what really is going to be kind of interesting. Because again, we've we've talked about this before, but arresting Trump is just basically encouraging low levels of domestic terrorism because people will lose their fucking minds. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that it actually accomplishes anything. I want to see him charged, so so he cannot, absolutely cannot run again. But yeah, arresting him, uh, I, I don't think it accomplishes anything. Yeah. So, uh, so while all of this, while the, that was going on, uh, last night, we also had uh, a hilarious little bit happening where uh, one MAGA, probably borderline QAnon, uh, crazy person in the Wisconsin Assembly used uh, like a like a special proclamation or uh, just basically anything that was not actually a bill to uh, announce that Wisconsin was withdrawing their 10 electoral votes from, <laughs> from the 2020 election. The election is over. It is on the books. You guys can't run it back. Like, <laughs> not even the NFL has that power. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Takesy backsies. Now that it's it's done, you have to look forward. We yeah. did a couple of years ago. Oh my god! 
Yeah, yeah. It's over. A year. Biden's been in office over a year, and you still have clowns in state legislatures in America saying we're taking back our electoral votes. Biden doesn't get them. Fuck that guy. And it's like, no. Uh, the whole reason why you assholes attacked the Capitol on January sixth is because that was the certification of the election. Once, once that <laughs> happened, the horse was out of the barn. You can't, you you can't close the door and keep the horse in anymore. He left. <laughs> You lose. Good day, sir. Yeah, but yeah, some really Willy Wonka shit. Yeah, this is but, it. It's over. Good day, sir. Yeah, but these, but like these idiots are still doing these things. And what is funny is, uh, so this clown uh, made this proclamation in Wisconsin, and uh, the Gateway pundit ran with it because, of course, he would. And then that got queuing on all antsies and the pansies about the fact that, like, finally a state was decertifying the electoral election results and we were finally getting on the path to getting Trump reinstalled as president. And um, another member of the actual committee that um, is in charge of this in Wisconsin was like, no, that, what that, all that guy did, his dumb little outrage stunt, uh, all that did was send a bill to my committee where we will not vote on it. If we do all vote on it, we will vote it down. So, no, this is actually going to go nowhere, and it is not going to happen, and that's it. So uh, you can all just drop dead. Uh, Jim uh, Steineke, I believe, is the name of the guy who's on the um, on in, in the Wisconsin uh, Senate, and he has a tweet that says, disinformation spreads quickly. Here's what happened in the assembly tonight. Uh, Rath, uh, uh, Ramthun, the MAGA lunatic, introduced a resolution with zero support, no co-sponsors. Because it was a privileged resolution, it had to be referred to committee. It was referred to rules. There was no vote on it. So, no, it's this is not happening. So, But it got the right people excited. So, yay, Wonder Bar. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we spent all of like two minutes talking about the remarks on national healing, and then <laughs> did one of our typical adventures at Hell World rabbit holes to talk about a completely different thing, <laughs> or or a few or a few completely different things. Yes. Uh, so let let's keep the different t- different topic train a rolling and discuss uh, Ron Watkins versus some sort of local school board is what I have here in my headlines. Uh, again, I know exactly what's going on. Uh, so why don't you just explain for our audience what the hell that means? So uh, what is going on is um, Ron Watkins went to another one of these uh, school board meetings where uh, it is now in vogue for idiots and cretins to uh, harass the local public officials about their uh, running of the school board in a way that is insufficiently MAGA. And Ron got in front of these people and talked about how they were uh, pushing the, uh, the, the, the trans agenda and all of this just weird, crazy, bigoted bullshit. And uh, if you listen, if, if you if you find the video, you'll once you'll find out that Ron has not gotten any better at public speaking. He is still just absolutely deadpan, uh, incapable of emotion or expression. He's just reading his notes and just trying to seem as agitated as possible. Still, and, still blinded by bright light conditions because he still looks and carries himself as though he just crawled out of his mother's basement. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. This is the case. And speaking style as muted and subdued as Sarge is right now. 
Yes, absolutely. I, <laughs> I had a cat jump in my lap, so I, I muted it real quick because I didn't want him banging around the microphone. And then I was like, all right, got this. And yep. Okay. <laughs> did you like how I worked that one in there seamlessly? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you did. I, <laughs> listeners, we call each other out a lot. And oh. L, L has been calling me out for like... Over over fifteen years now, advantages. <laughs> we're, we're so professional. Although I do I do have to let the the listeners know that I we did try to alert you via text before I just called you out on air. Yeah, it's I don't think I was I muted very long. Sorry, yes, yes. for Days. like uh, for like a hundred years. It was for a hundred Yeah, for, yeah. First edition Bible, etc. Yeah, okay. yeah. The, <laughs> the amount of times we saw you just just shaking with laughter and no noise was coming out was horrifying. It was like watching the most impressive mime ever. It's like, wow, those look like actual laughs and no noise is coming out of his mouth. Don't worry, none this of my jokes incredible. were very good. <laughs> Maybe you should take up miming. That'd be great. Ooh, I, I yeah. would love to say that I know an actual mime because I already know an actual clown. <laughs> That's Anyway, well, back on topic and speaking of clowns. So what did uh, Ron Watkins end up doing uh, at this school board meeting? <laughs> So, uh, the the big thing that Ron Watkins did, besides make himself into a bigger, uh, as bigger dum dum as he possibly could, was that he allied himself with a group of people who are believing in this new lunatic version of what is basically sovereign citizenry, where um, all public officials have something called a surety bond that they have to post when they take office. And it's basically just a sort of very uh, formulaic thing where the state just wants to make sure that you're going to do a bang up job and respect the integrity of your office and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's really nothing. It's just procedural. But now there's this group of people who believe in these uh, surety bonds as a means by which to remove people from office when they don't do what uh, we, the people, the red-blooded American patriots of America, want them to do. So um, Mickey from bondsforthewind.com served the school board with an intent to file a claim against their surety bonds for enforcing unconstitutional policies that harm our children, such as CTR and transsexual brainwashing propaganda. Which uh, I would love to see the curriculum that involves uh, transsexual brainwashing propaganda. That sounds like it would be way more exciting than these idiots think. They, think that they, they yeah. sound it's, it's probably it's probably just ag- acknowledging that slavery was racist. And <laughs> like... Slavery was bad. <laughs> no, you can't. My children are triggered, and so am I. Yeah. How dare you talk about how the benevolent white race of America did a bad thing? for over a hundred years before having to be uh, fought a war, having to be like literally murdered to death to give up their slaves. (laughs) It went well. Yes, it went great. But uh, so these surety bonds, again, like uh, if you, if you actually go to their website and read uh, what bonds, what uh, bonds for the win is about, it's just a harassment campaign against these people where they explain that like literally all the stuff that we are doing has almost no chance of leading to any sort of result because all that could ever happen is you would file a claim and harass this person to the point where 
whatever institution filed the bond would be like, okay, now we got to do a performance review. We did the performance review. Nothing's going to come of it. We don't care. So this is just a, the, the latest in a long line of magical thinking kind of bullshit where if you fill out the right paperwork, you're exempt from having to file taxes. And as long as you explain to the cop that you're using your car to travel and not to drive, you don't need a license. Uh, uh, yeah, those that I remember it was just a couple of years ago. I, I think we talked about it so like a year or so ago. I think we talked about it on the show when a bunch of dum dums uh, from Maine came through Boston. They were like, and they got pulled over, and they're like, no, 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 we don't need any of your paperwork. We're good. Don't worry about us. And they're like, no, we are going. To, we're absolutely going to worry about you. We, this is a thing we worry yeah, about. Oh. They, all, they all scampered off into the woods. Yeah, they all fled into the woods of Wakefield, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just, yeah, just uh, absolutely the weirdest, bizarrest, most, most dumbest of people. Uh, but so this is this is the latest uh, example of these poor school boards having uh, literally anyone show up to harass them. Uh, I mean, Ron Watkins is literally uh, trying to set up roots in Arizona so that he can make his carpetbagger run for Congress uh, more palatable. But I'm pretty positive he doesn't have children in school in Scottsdale. I still don't uh, understand how it's legal for him to to even think about running there. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I, I think the I think the rule in that state is just that you have to have a uh, address in the state by the time of the election that happens. So it's Arizona is incredibly uh, carpetbagger friendly. So. Yeah, but I mean, really, these school boards need to have um, some sort of like proof of residency, proof that you have children in the district or anything like this. These things should not exist so that like some random idiot running for office can get like free television time reading his stump speech and then attacking uh, the school board for being a bunch of evil liberals who are embracing critical race theory or whatever hobby horses Republicans are on that day. Yeah, but they should they should only change this after you abuse its power to get your blue check mark on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh obviously, obviously. Oh my god. I mean, that's I love I, I that I wonder like if we could uh, ask Twitter for that uh level of verification. Like if I go if I go to 10 school board meetings and harass enough school boards around America, do I get a blue check? Because, I mean, that's that probably is more work than filing to run for Congress in some district you're never going to win in and getting like 4% of the vote in the primary and you get a blue check mark. Because that, that's like so many of these scammers just do that. They're just professional candidates that make themselves like look legitimate by being verified on social media when all that verification was is, uh, yeah, I, uh, scammed a couple people out of like $20,000. So I could not run a campaign in a district that was never going to win in boom, Twitter verified, baby. You can get verified uh, pretty easily on Gab. I'm pretty sure all you need to do is send them, uh, uh, like $15 through Venmo and a photo of you wearing a white hood. And then, 
They're just like, we're not going to ask for your ID or your your license or ID. Just send us a photo of you in your best in your best clan outfit and send us fifteen dollars, and then boom, verified. Boom, it's all about baby. No problem. I mean, we just we just need to know that you're on the right team because we won't accept money from people that don't have the right ideological bent for our totally open free speech platform that wants all opinions to speak freely. Uh, but especially not those opinions that involve boobies. Those those are the bad opinions. Yeah, so yeah. They just they just want straight white alpha men who aren't interested in looking at breasts on the internet. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh man, I'm such an alpha Chad, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you guys because of my love of Christ. I only want to see breasts in person on the woman that I'm married to. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fucking nobody. If you ever met anyone like that, you would be like, wow, Ned Flanders here is like just two seconds away from going and shooting up a synagogue. Like, no, thank you. I do not want to associate with this person. No. Yeah. I just love, I just love that. I just, there's nothing that makes me more like roll my eyes harder than someone being like, we are the biggest free speech platform in in the world. The only thing you can't do is like an actual threat of violence against somebody else. It's the only thing we'll take down. But by the way, uh, pornography leads to the devil. (laughs) You got there before I could. I was like, wait, aren't they anti-porn too? Yeah, that's that. Like, that's the thing. Like, they literally uh, created like software to like find pornography and remove it. So they actually have auto filters for that. But if you want to, like, I don't know, deny the Holocaust or any of that stuff, that is incredibly protected free speech, and, good sir. And you know, I do. It's, it, I mean, there's nothing more important in this world than just explaining to everybody who is on Gab and already knows this to be the case that. Uh, Jews are evil and they rule the world, and uh, you need to shout that to everyone who's going to agree with you because you're in an echo chamber, an echo chamber of Nazis. Yeah, and also that that just sounds so boring to me. Frequently, my my most pleasant Twitter experiences where I'm just scrolling through Twitter is that I see either like a cute animal photo or like a nice pair of boobs or a butt or fuck it, at the rare occasions like a nice celebrity dong or something. That's what Twitter makes. That's it's, this is the spice that really makes Twitter worth using. Like, remember when Captain America accidentally put his penis on the internet? That was so good. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, I I get it's, to it's America's that. it's America's cock. You know, it's just like you know what? Good for you, mate. Good for you. It's a tremendous opportunity for. You. <laughs> That's like one of the wildest things on Twitter is like when a generic name is trending and like the first four things are actually about the person that is like having the thing happen to them. And then like the next two are just weird nudity things because it's just like some porn star or uh, just that just happens to have the same name. And it's just like, boom, here's a here's a random naked person you weren't expecting. And it's like, oh, Mike Rains and the weird nudity thing, a book on tape. Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm certainly not immune to that particular impulse. There have been several times where I've like experienced a new actor uh, for the first time, and I'll uh, fire up the old Bing, the old Bing search engine uh, for totally no reason. Why would you use Bing? You might ask yourself. Well, if you know, you know. I'm like, <laughs> hey, let me let me go over to Bing and see what's up with this actor real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet Bill Gates is so proud that that's what Bing is known for. It's just like, bam, nailed it. We got our market share, baby. We're there. And we I mean, were... Google dropped that football. Billy Billy G was there to scoop it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like so much Activision Blizzard. <laughs> 
look at me. Top, topical headline news references. <laughs> You're so crushing good. it. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 astonishing. Yeah, like, just, yeah. like seamlessly segueing into some topical headline news uh, from the tech world, uh, following my, my my shameful confession that I go to Bing to look up nude celebs. Just, <laughs> how am I not already famous as a podcaster? I yeah, ask it, you. it is a real mystery. I mean, oh, they're God. they're trying to cancel Joe Rogan, uh, but Bro, I need to slot in there the mysterious L experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, uh, speaking of going online to look up nude photos of people, uh, Matt <laughs> Gates is back in the news because yet another yet another Gates acolyte is rolling over on him and showing his belly to the feds very hard. Like, here's yeah. my belly. Please pet it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what, what's, uh, what's on the uh, agenda for dunking on Matt Gates this week, uh, Mike Raids? <laughs> Uh, the, the, we're dunking on Matt Gates this week because, uh, and, and uh, as the headline reads, uh, Florida shock jock, uh, it, it can, uh, pleads guilty, uh, in the, in this, in the ongoing Gates inquisition. So Do you suppose his, uh, his, his name was something like Florida specific, like the Gator. Oh or... God. If, uh, <laughs> it, not, it, the, it, not the bean or, or the sponge or what? God. So it's time for Crazy Steve and the Gator. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I am going to uh, petition Florida to let me be a shock jock for, on a morning zoo crew, and my name has to be the Gator. That's the- here we go with Stephen the Gator. It's your morning drive time from six to ten. <laughs> Let's find out what disgusting monster just walked out of the swamp, wreathed in snakes. <laughs> and who were, and why we're going to elect him? Try time with Stephen the Big Gators. shout out to Token Female in the editing bay. You're the best, babe. We're going to ask you vaguely inappropriate questions for the next couple hours, but we're going to keep them just on the line so we don't get sued. Yeah, yeah Token Female, you've got tits, right? <laughs> sure do, Crazy Steve. She's another joke that makes it okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's she's another joke because otherwise she doesn't get her like forty thousand dollars a year or whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, you need to go back in that bit, and after you say teats, you need a sound effect that goes auga. Yeah, and, I mean, we've yeah. often said that we need a soundboard, especially for when we do these zoo crew riffs, and we just never have one. Yeah. Work. I'm, I'm telling you, bonus so, content one of these days uh, is going to be the the Hell World Zoo Crew. Right. Some, someday, we'll be, someday we'll be rich enough <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean once we become podcast millionaires and we're on the hook to actually produce like higher quality content uh we will we will do like an actually produced like fake from hell world zoo crew boarding show for people to listen to on their ride into and work we, once a we week we will hire and employ a token female producer but not token she will definitely know more about audio everything than any of us Weird. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure that's the case at most of these productions. <laughs> I'm sure whatever woman is working, like, fucking hard as shit in any of these editing bays or whatever during these, like, productions, like, they probably know way more than the dumb fucks. Like, I don't know shit. I don't know shit about shit. You both probably know more about audio production than I do. I, you do all the editing on our side podcast, and I just post them. I don't I I know nothing, much like Jon Snow. <laughs> Well, then maybe that maybe what we've secretly found out here uh, is that we need to give Mike Rains more credit for being our QAnon expert and our audio expert. Yes. So, <laughs> big round of applause, Mister Mike Rains. This is the, like cue up that that's that loud clapping on the soundboard. Oh, yeah. 
And then uh, also cue up the springy uh, boner sounding uh, noise. Because we have to get back to talking about Matt Gates. Yeah. So uh, Big Joe, uh, Big Joe Ellicott, I believe that's how you say that name. Uh, he is uh, set to plead guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud and distribution of a controlled substance because apparently he was a uh, major Adderall uh, seller in the uh, w- weird. That <laughs> weird. I don't know where I expected this to go, but it was not there. Yeah. Uh, but also on top of all of this, uh, um, Big Big Joe, he was uh, friends of Joel Greenberg, the guy who uh, has literally been cooperating so hard. Uh, the Florida uh, courts have, have yet to see fit to send him to jail because his his cooperation is so egregious and powerful that they need to keep him free until he finishes all the cooperating he's doing. Uh, Big Joe and Greenberg apparently. Um, had some uh, textual communications where it became very obvious that the two of them figured out that, oh, shit, that girl that uh, we obviously brought across state lines for uh, <laughs> things that, for, for things that Matt Gates would send on Venmo with the uh, note, not sex, uh, eggplant emoji, hotel emoji. Uh, like, That's our bit, but I, I'm just, I think it's true every time I hear it. This yeah. is not for sex. Yeah. Cool. Like, um, yeah, uh, slash all the emojis that indicated absolutely is for sex. Um, but um, basically... <laughs> Text message from Big Joe, like, hey, did you think it was weird that that girl said she needed to get back for her intro to chemistry exam? Is that a college thing? <laughs> something, something Greenberg responding back, gee, I hope so. Shrugging yeah. emoji. Yeah. So uh, basically, it seems like the two of them very much uh, realized that uh, they had done a crime. In, in that <laughs> they, did a, they did a crime. They did a crime. They did. They did a big boy crime at that. So um, now that uh, he has uh, pled guilty and he is uh, apparently getting a pretty sweeping immunity deal here, so. Uh, it's very possible that in the next year or so, Big Joe will be on the stand and having one of Matt Gates's lawyers asking him, "Do you know what a rat is?" And, uh, <laughs> and then him having to like be like, "I don't know what you're talking about," and all and, and that kind of fun uh, mobster bullshit. So, I hope uh, that under like cross examination or whatever, they're just bringing up all the almost certainly incredibly dumb misogynistic shit he said on his Zoo Crew morning show. <laughs> oh, oh so, uh. Mr. Smith, or whatever the guy's actual last name is, uh, you work as a radio host. Is that is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. And uh, on the show, you're called uh, Big Joe. Is that correct? Uh, yes. And uh, do you do uh, wet t-shirt jello wrestling competitions? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I do. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, when it when... <laughs> God damn it. When, the, when this shit starts coming home to roost, it's going to be uh, fantastic. It's just going to be hilarious. Oh. Well, there, there's actually not a ton of meat on this bone. We just we just needed yeah. to t- we needed to bring it up this week because God, we just fucking hate Matt Gates because it turns yeah. out that he sex traffics underage women uh, across state lines, and uh, that blows. So fuck him. And uh, he just anyway. needs to hurry up and go to jail. Like <laughs> they keep they keep putting nails in the coffin. And it's just like how dead does this guy got to be before you finally like close the lid on him and just arrest him? Like so many people have flipped on him. Yeah. 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 I was just going to, I was going to se- seamlessly segue into our next uh, headline by uh, saying, uh, sp- speaking of fucking across borders. Uh, so uh, Vladimir Putin, he sure does, uh, sure does appear to be a, uh, Get ready to make some moves on uh, on the pr- probably of age Ukraine, <laughs> uh, uh, and th- this is turning qu- quickly gonna uh, quickly turning into the rumblings of what is going to be a, a giant fucking international incident here in the not too distant future. Um, and of course, we're breaking it up on this show because <laughs> you might you might as an American be thinking, "Wow, Russia, what a dick move!" Uh, unsurprisingly, Q has a different take on that. Q thinks. Yeah. That uh, Vladimir Putin wanting to fucking invade Ukraine is the ultimate Chad move. So, so, such alpha energy! Oh my god! Yeah, you you, you see a lonely Ukraine just begging for it. How do you open? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never understood Q and Alex Jones's like baffling rollover love of uh, of Putin. Like I, it's just like please, please dictate us. That that's what they're doing. But I do not understand. I they, I, they have an aggressive authoritarian mindset, and they want a dictator. I mean, like after the coup in Myanmar, like everyone in QAnon was like, "God, I never thought I was gonna, I would be envious of Myanmar, but I am. I I live only for the idea of a military dictatorship to take over my." country because that would be a good thing which is actually not true and it would be terrible yeah it's so weird who could have ever guessed that all these red-blooded ultra straight chadley uh american christian conservatives like in their heart of hearts all they want to do is be domed by an incredibly masculine top right (laughs) just literally just like oh look at vlad putin with his shirt off riding that horse oh he's just exuding such a powerful uh leadership energy that's what i mean i just want him to run my country real good i just want him to run my country deep oh i want it so deep all the way to the balls in my country oh yeah 
I had to bring this energy back to my wife and then yeah. get soft halfway through our lovemaking because uh, Vladdy Daddy's not involved. Just like yeah. looking over the picture on the nightstand, just shirtless Vladimir Putin riding a horse. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just, it, I mean, it's so it's so pathetic. And right now, uh, QAnon is just giving us this song and dance that anything Biden does in this situation is bad and wrong. And um one of the other things that I've been uh, reading a lot of is that the reason why we're doing this is we're doing this is because Russia is a Christian nation and we hate Christians. And, do we? Oh, do we yeah, really? Oh, absolutely. We to- America hates Christians. And when you bring up that Ukraine is also Christian, uh, they're like, "Well, that's a they're Christian, but they, but they actually support democracy, so they're they're a bad kind of Christian. We're about the Christian dictatorship kind of Christianity." What? So, uh, I mean, for the record, I am personally not a huge fan of Christians. Like, I, yeah. I just, they, they are, uh, you know, some of them are pretty cool and just regular people, but a pretty lot of them are cool. not. It's like, and historically, as a group, they're not great. I mean, like, you just look at the like the tapes. We have yeah. tapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we we got video of all the Crusades, the Spanish Inquisition, just yeah, all there's of that. Like, stuff. There's like hella receipts. So like, if their position is just like, oh yeah, well the American people hate Christians. It's like, well, a not all the Christians. Like the Christians in America are probably pretty cool at Christianity, and there's a lot of them still. Yeah, and uh, b a massive like, voting block. Most of the people that are not fond of Christians are people like me who like, I'm not going to actively take steps to try to undermine them or whatever. I'm just going to continue to think that they're sort of weird, that religion in general is kind of whack, but I just think they should pay taxes. Like I, I would be, what, what a dream, what a dream to make religious yeah. people pay taxes. <laughs> Sarge, Sarge getting out on the thinnest of branches there. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, everyone else brings uh, like Sarge brings, doesn't bring up his uh like i i lean more agnostic than anything but i'm uh tentatively christian but i am oh boy i think every single church should pay taxes every last one of them and uh if they don't they need to demonstrate humanitarian efforts and i don't even think that should be allowed they just need to straight up pay fucking taxes so there you go. We we are quite the spread on this podcast, and <laughs> I don't want to put anything in anyone's face, but fucking pay your taxes, churches. Man, oh, hot takes only man, on this Sarge, podcast. Sarge worked really hard to say not putting anything in anyone else's mouths because he knew that that was going to go down a dark road, probably wink, probably involving Vladdy Daddy and his powerful energy. Yeah, I was about, I was about to say um, if he doesn't want to put it in your face, then he's probably going to put it down your dark road. If you get what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, oh. Ooh, ah, crazy Steve and the Gator. The Gator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, d- don't, don't don't think that that's not next week's intro. Don't don't think that next week I hit thrown at the crazy Steve and the Gators. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, of course, of course, Q not adherents, they fucking can't get enough of Vladimir Putin. And they, they think that him trying to take over the Ukraine is a great is a, is a great win for the world. Uh, do you have any sort of uh, insight into the justifications as to why they think that would be so great? Um, just because mostly because they have decided that Putin is a good guy, even though 
I, 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 we started at the, off the top about that 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 meme of like Putin, Kim Jong Un, and Trump on the phone, and they're all bros. But like one of the early Q drops was explaining that like all the bad people in the world are controlled by the Illuminati, and Putin and Putin's one of those people. And then like a hundred Q drops later, Q was like, actually, Putin's calling out the West for being enthralled of Satan and. Q read the room and pretty quickly figured out, oh yeah, the Chan boards kind of worship Putin, and like right wingers love the fact that so weird. They love the fact that he's like so uh, homophobic and anti-Islam and just generally a shithead, and they just love that. They just love they just love the idea of someone who just has all the power and abuses it and is terrible. So. I mean, it, it seems really weird. Like it does seem really weird because the, the, the allegedly like love America and the idea of all the shit that Vladimir Putin is doing, like up to and including being in charge of Russia, uh, runs sort of like antithetical to, to American values. But when you think about it, it really just like, it highlights the fact that the typical base for a QAnon adherent is just this like contrarian, like white, terrified of losing any amount of their privilege or power that they feel they're entitled to by birth. And it's like the same people who, you know, they're just like, oh, I love I love Batman comics. And their favorite character is the Joker. And they love the Joker. And they Missing think the Joker the is yeah. awesome. Because like they're just like, oh yeah, Batman rules, but the Joker, oh man, the Joker. And it's just like the Joker is some random dude who dresses like an actual clown and commits mass atrocities on American soil. And they're just like, yeah, he's the greatest. And the only reason they think he's the greatest is because he speaks to that anti-authority, like, you know, just like rebel lashing out and stuff like that. They just, they, in their heart, they just want chaos because they all think that when like Mad Max happens, that they're going to be Mad Max. And they don't realize that most of them are going to be the guy chained to the front of the car. Like when the, the reapers are like rolling through the wasteland you or know the guy I mean? chained to the guy with the hockey mask. And like, yeah, they, and the they, 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 they don't understand that they are going to just that like in, in all of their heads, they are the warrior of the waste, when in reality, they are the skull that gets stepped on by the T-800 at the beginning of Terminator 2. Because, like, right. so, so they just they just love that shit. They can't get over the, they're just like, oh, yeah, like, in a perfect, like, like when, when, the, when the white Christian ethnostate happens, I'll be standing there in power with my brothers and sisters. They're just going to be like, dog. The groups in power always need somebody to be marginalized. So even if even if some conservative Christians snapped their fingers and immediately got rid of all of their religions, all people that weren't white, all of that shit, at some point they'd just be like, "Oh, well, hey Pudgy, what are you doing over there with look at these love handles, idiot? Yeah, guess what? Lower income bracket for you, nerd. Lose some weight. It's just gonna be like that's the way it is." Oh yeah, like all these groups, the, the 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 drive for purity requires more and more lines of demarcation for how pure you are, and if you don't prove your absolute purity at all times, you're now part of the out group, and if you don't think it's going to happen to you, you're wrong because yeah. all Salem witch trials end up devolving into everyone being accused of being a witch. That's how this works. Yeah, until until the wrong person gets accused, and it's just like, oh wait, you're accusing my wife, but I'm like. A Caucasian Christian judge. So no, which 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 trials equal over? We're done here, and everyone's just like, okay, boss, and that that's that. <laughs> right. Read, read the Crucible. Like yeah. it happens time 
and time and time again, like. Or you, or you can watch any of the awful movies based off of The Crucible, mostly because it requires people speaking in Puritan, uh, Puritan style English, which is just impossible to listen to and, and take seriously. Although there's that great scene in the 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 white Nota writer, The Crucible, where uh, John Proctor or whatever is just screaming, "Because it is my name." That scene is great. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love that line, and it was germane to the conversation. So I want to. Oh yeah, you yeah. I mean, my 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 my, lo- my love of that one single moment from that Crucible movie is uh, is well canonized. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're running a little long. So let's just say uh, Vladimir Putin bad. Russia trying to conquer Ukraine bad. QAnon obviously thinks it's good. Those people are stupid. Yeah. Uh, moving on uh, to our our very important weekly segment. Do we have our bump queued up for it? We do indeed, sir. Excellent. Well, look, well. Oh, and it died. <laughs> yeah, and like, and, and like it started very softly, so I was speaking over it, and then it quickly ended. So we'll see if we do. We do. We want to take another attempt at the bump. Yeah, give uh, it. Give it to us one more time. We will give it to you one more time. Let's do this. Gather round, folks. It's time for the Rono Roundup. There, <laughs> there we, go. we go. We defeated our we defeated our technical problems and managed to get our Rona Roundup uh, bump in here. A very important Rona Roundup for this week because our our good dearly departed friend, the loaf of meat himself, he would do anything to continue living, but he wouldn't do that, which is no. to say, get the vaccinated. Yeah. So, uh, well played, Meatloaf. Uh, congratulations on selling like 50 or more million records worldwide and uh, don't let the door hit you on the way out you dumb fuck like enjoy from beyond the grave your having decided oh that God. the vaccine wasn't worth it and now you're dead the yeah. survival <laughs> rate of of Rona with the vaccine is something like 83% and then there's a good chance that you don't get it at all like I, I don't understand I I will continue not understanding i don't understand i have lost quotation marks friends on facebook for this and uh i don't care because it's god damn it it is what it is i I don't know hey man some people some people they just have their principles up to including people that are waiting for heart transplants because in a in a bizarre uh first for our uh reaper round i mean rona roundup uh there, uh, we're, we're actually honorary member this week is uh, a gentleman who uh, was making headlines for having been taken off the heart transplant plant list for refusing to get the vaccine. And when I see those headlines, my question is, am I supposed to feel sorry for this guy? He's just like, I, I need a new heart to live. Please give me a heart. And it's just like, all right, cool. All you need to do on top of the thousands of other like procedures that are laying the groundwork for this incredibly complicated operation is you need to be vaccinated against COVID-19. No, I don't believe in that. Cool. Well, uh, when, when you see God... that deserves it. Like, when you see God, tell him we said what's up, because no heart for you, idiot. Like, <laughs> that's just the way it is. Yeah. So I don't know I don't know if the New York Post was trying to tug at my heartstrings, no pun intended, but they have failed, because that, that, that seemed like a heroic, triumphant headline of the success of the medical system putting their foot down. It just being like, no. We're not going to give a perfectly good heart to you, you loser. You take the vaccine or you fuck off. Yeah, and this is this has been an ongoing uh, series of events. This has happened a bunch because this is pretty much standard operating procedure for transplants is that you have to be vaccinated. People have had kidneys rejected. The people have been, been taken off kidney lists. 
And these people always get to go on TV and get their 15 minutes of fame, uh, throwing a fit about the fact that they won't get vaccinated. And now they can't get the organ they need. But uh, DJ Ferguson, who's a 31 year old guy with two kids and his wife has a, a third is pregnant with their third child on the way. This guy is apparently just going to leave his wife a widow and his three children without a father because his uh, morality is so strong that, nope, just can't do it. Can't get the vaccine to get this new heart. So yep. Sounds right. Sounds good. Sounds responsible. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't get to benefit from uh, thousands of years of medical science and advancement mm-hmm. if you are picking and choosing when it comes like when it comes to go time. You don't get to just be like, like incredibly complicated heart surgery to give me the heart out of a literal other person's body. Thumbs up. Yes. Taking a vaccine so that uh, I don't contract COVID and don't spread it to other people in my neighborhood or vicinity. No deal. Like, okay, well then you don't get it both ways. So no medical science for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it really blows my mind. The fact that like this guy is trusting the heart transplant, but the vaccine, Oh, how could, how could I trust the vaccine when I'm trusting you to literally put a dead person's heart in my chest to keep me alive, but getting a shot that literally hundreds of millions, if not billions of people have gotten no bueno, no deals. Yeah. I I love the idea that you're just like vaccine. No, thanks. Uh, anesthesia that will put me out under like enough where you could open my body up and replace my heart with another person's heart. Yeah. That sounds good. And it's just like, dog, if they put you under, they could, they could inject you with any number of vaccines. Where do, where (laughs) do you start and stop believing science? If you don't trust this vaccine, where, where does it, where does it stop? If you break your arm, are you not going to let them put it in a cast? Because guess what? That's science, too. Like, do you trust the drugs that keep your immune system from attacking and killing your new heart? Because that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Like, Is that they get rejected by the new body? I mean, uh, it's... I, I listened to a, an episode of Radio Lab recently where they were talking about the the special drug wow. that allowed uh, organ transplants to stick properly, and it was incredibly fascinating. So, shout out to Radio Lab, and the opposite of a shout out to this guy who is currently, I guess, just taking up a hospital bed that I'm sure somebody else could probably use while he sits at the hospital waiting for his heart to fail because he refuses to take the vaccine and get the heart that he was number one on the list for. So, uh, I salute you. A uh, guy whose name I have already forgotten. Don't don't feel the need to to shame any further by saying it again. But congratulations. We will we will see you in a couple of weeks on uh, a future installment of the Reaper Roundup. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on your Her- Herman Cain Award. Like, yeah. good job. I'm idiot. sure that Q and I will think that you're a real big hero. So when you go out, you'll know that at least you have the the literal worst demographic possible in our country rooting for you. So <laughs> sick. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're running a little long uh, this week. It turns out we had a surprising amount to, to goof and riff on in our headlines. So let's get to our uh, swollen mailbag for the week and answer your burning questions. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, the concept of taking the red pill is famous from the Matrix. QAnon loves their fiction as a guide to truth shtick. What do they make of the bastion of human resistance and freedom being literally named Zion? I imagine they probably haven't addressed it. They, they're they very good at putting their head in the sand. Yeah, I was about to say, I have to imagine they just have to ignore it because they couldn't possibly have anything good to say about it. Oh, oh they they have they have aggressively avoided that part of the Matrix. I, I have they're literally... just like, yeah, we love the red pill, but we hate 
parenthesis, 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 Zion, parenthesis, parenthesis. Yeah, they don't talk about Zion because it, 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 it would ruin their narrative. And they're just like such because they obviously were teenage edgelords when the Matrix first came out. This is, this is kind of the demographic that they're targeting. And everything about the Matrix was cool. And now they found out that that word is not cool, but they are just not going to they're not going to take away the Matrixes and hate coolness because th- that, again, as they said about the uh, the fiction is a guide to truth shtick the whole concept of the matrix that you're the one that's awake. You see the truth. You, you see the code, man. (laughs) That's, that's so important to their narrative that uh, having like the, the home base of humanity literally be called movie. Israel is just something they're never going to actually bring up. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody let them know that if you're opting in to the matrix as a roadmap for how to live your life, uh, literally Neo is guided on his journey by two incredibly strong, powerful (laughs) and intelligent African-American folks. Like Morpheus is literally like holding him by his hand, like a wee baby through the matrix while the Oracle is talking to him like a wee baby through the matrix. And both those characters are black. They're not white folks. Oh shit. (laughs) Niobe showed up. Oh, she's also black. Guess what? The matrix was like written and directed by trans people starring an abundantly diverse cast. Like, guess what, losers? Zion is the city they live in. The Matrix is not fucking for you. <laughs> yeah. But it, in, in their mind, all they see is like, Caucasian men, male character, he'd be good. Ooh. And they're yeah. like completely ignoring the fact that all the bad guys are also Caucasian white males, like specifically. Yeah. No, no, no colored agents. Gee, wonder why. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I love the fact that I, there's one guy on Gab who who's, his avatar is fucking Colonel Sanders from the third movie. Or this, and it's just like, oh, it's like, really? Like, that's your hero now? Is that shit character? Hey, his, oh. his, his favorite character was the guy who said vis-a-vis love. Like, it's what is going to be one of the worst written lines in the history of movies. <laughs> I just can't wait you know, like in like 10 years when those like same clowns have like got uh spoiler alert but we're pat we're far enough along but uh I can't wait for those idiots that have Neil Patrick Harris as their avatar in like 10 years like the new villain is just this incredible is openly gay like stage kid who just got to choose scenery in the new Matrix movie and it's yeah, but his character's not gay man he's like a computer program so he, he has to be pure <laughs> right Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the fact that the fact that QAnon people love the Matrix so much is fucking incredibly dumb. Like yeah. it just I mean everything they do is incredibly dumb, but the Matrix is very obvious like should very obviously piss them off in a number of ways. <laughs> I have to wonder if they really do love the Matrix or if they just love the the pill scene cuz they they ignore so much that well maybe they do love it because they ignore all subtext. Uh so they just love the idea of the hero's journey being a person who didn't know the truth and then discovers the truth and then changes the world because they think that's them. Yeah. Yeah, that you, I mean, man, boy, howdy. Nobody nobody tell them about the Adjustment Bureau. Otherwise, the, all, 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 otherwise the fedora's coming back. You, you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> yes. And there's your obscure, obscure reference for the pod, uh, the Adjustment Bureau. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people out there are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whoa. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go, go to the adjustment bureau like nobody did when it came out of theaters. <laughs> so I think Ooh, we can go deeper though. How about Dark City? Okay, anyway, moving yeah. on. Next question. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, Cleodora, uh, Cleodora Silvestri is watching Bitcoin collapse uh, this week, asks, considering that manipulating income numbers and juggling multiple books until you get the results you want is financial fraud, should we start referring to negative 48's multiple book, uh, multiple book gematria as intellectual fraud? Um, yes, it absolutely is. Like, in the, He's even said that himself, that just like work on phrases that get you to the number you want that matches the other phrase you want to make yourself feel better. The fact that we're gonna, then going to claim that this is proof of God's divine will is just uh, gravy. So uh, uh, gematria in this sense is literally just uh, a form oh, it's of pronounced gematria. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just wish fulfillment. It I absolutely mean, is. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I mean, in, in that way, it is like actually the most like that is actually sort of the most pure way of looking at it. Right. Where it's just like he's yeah. like, hey, like, here's a system by which you can generate your own little nuggets of hope to get you through whatever trouble you have. Like you just like work out this dumb, incredibly easy cipher using words and phrases that make you feel good until two of them match and then gaze upon their majesty of these two phrases matching and feel positive. And, you know, that's sort of like actually sort of like a really like weird version of it, but it's like a distilled version of what makes faith like useful to humanity. Like it is a way to generate hope inside of yourself. Uh, the fact that he's like making a buck off of it and like forming a cult over it and like claiming wild shit like JFK Jr. is alive masquerading as uh, either like a member of the Rolling Stones or Donald Trump, depending on the day. Like that shit's all incredibly bizarre and stupid. But, you know, if if people are really like feeling hopeless and the Yamatria shit like helps make them feel slightly better, uh, that's cool, I guess. It's no more or less bizarre than like most other religious stuff. <laughs> like, hey, eat, eat this fuck off bland cracker and drink this terrible cheap wine. Ah, you just ate, you just ate and drank Jesus. How does that feel? It's like, but was it just a cracker and wine? It's just like, well, we said the words to make it Jesus, so you know, you get it. It's Jesus. Like, it's, and you're it's just like, rituals. you know what? It is Jesus, and it does make me feel better. That's fine. That's yeah. not hurting nobody. Yeah, it's all rituals, and humanity has uh, had like we've gotten as far as we have because of rituals. Uh, but yes, it becomes fraud once you start using it to pick people's pockets. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Daniel asks, can you dissect some of the QAnon think pieces on the Trump rally at 115, such as body doubles and air cues that they were talking about? Uh, the body double shit was all from negative 48, who was our previous question, just making stuff up about Trump being actually JFK and that JFK Jr. was in the crowd and all that kind of nonsense. Air cues are a QAnon thing where, again, they want to ma imagine that daddy is talking to them through secret messages and one of the things that Trump likes to do is um, after he's done speaking, he walks away from the podium and the crowd's cheering and he'll clap. And then he'll like start pointing at people. He'll be like, hey, you, you, you. And then after he points at like three or four people, he'll make a circle with his with his finger to kind of indicate like I'm pointing at all of you in that group now. And. QAnon is obsessed with the fact that when he does that little circle wave with his finger, that eventually he'll like make a little strike through the circle to make a cue in the air. It's an air cue. <laughs> I had never, how have we never talked about this? I've never heard this. You've, oh, I, 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 I'm stunned we haven't talked about the air cue, but yeah, they, 
they, like they will they will go through uh Trump uh they'll go through video of Trump rallies and they'll like use like the animation uh like software to like show you the air cue being made by Trump's fingers. And the funniest part about it is like 90% of the time what they call an air cue is like so wrong and not even close to being a cue that it, it couldn't even count. Like well, it's a cursive cue, one... Mike. Oh, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. cursive, you fucking millennial. Oh God! <laughs> so, yeah, it just, but, just uh, be, well, he's not he, he wasn't named Zeanon or whatever. They, they didn't really be Z level clearance. Oh, <laughs> uh, can you? I can't wait until we get to the uh, Omega variant. Oh, oh, they're gonna lose their fucking minds. I bet. The, I bet like the World Health Organization won't even do the Omega variant based on like that kind of stuff. They skipped. I know they skipped uh, new. And Z, which are apparently uh, Greek letters. Z, because it sounded too much like the region in China, and they didn't want that to happen. Uh, and new, because people saying new Corona would be way too confusing. Right, exactly. And, I, and, then, and then I'm assuming that the, the powerful yeah. beer lobbyists prevent them from calling the Omicron variant Corona light. They were just like, come <laughs> yeah, on, man. Yeah, like, yeah. you're just you're just gonna fucking completely bankrupt us. Like, you need to calm down. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Inter- introducing the white claw variant. That's what they should do. <laughs> just the the fucking the, the World Health Organization should just take take this opportunity to just ru- ruin brands. But just yeah, like- that's one conspiracy theory that I uh, that I subscribe to is that we started calling it COVID instead of coronavirus because Corona beer was like, hey guys, can you please yeah, lay off us? <laughs> can you just please let it, just call it COVID? Don't call it Corona. We want to sell a few brews. Come on. I mean, this Mexican beer company had that kind of power. <laughs> you have no idea. Big beer's got big pull, baby. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I mentioned it on the pod before, but just in case I had it, because it still makes me chuckle. There's like some Mexican restaurant, like local to where I live, that's called like Casa de Corona or whatever. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that, that Hoyt, like when that, when that dropped, it's just like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, welcome to the fucking house of Corona. So good. There was that magic card they had to pull back because they were making a magic card with the, the face over of space godzilla and space godzilla's special ability was death corona and they were just like oh whoa reel that one back in reel that one back in real quick no 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 oh man you, you mean i can't get the uh the death corona uh card to go with my my collection of invoke prejudice oh man or no, jihad no. Yeah, yeah, jihad. yeah oh yeah oh my god <laughs> Yeah, it ter- turns out turns out that uh, it turns out that Wizards of the Coast finally, like after like twenty five years or whatever, they took a little looky loo at some of their older cards <laughs> and were like, ah, some of these are pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> One of which I will not say because apparently it's a very old slur. Yes, oh god, some so, sort of devils. I, I would surmise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had to look that one up. I had never heard of it, and then we, I got in a small fight on the internet, and I was like, oh hey, this was taken out because it's. A slur and the guy argue with me was like i've never heard of it before and i was like yeah man because it's not about you and that doesn't matter <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh thank you for the question daniel uh snorlax cpap asks a uh, rebooting castaway with a but with but with a mega superstar as wilson who is your wilson while you're strad- stranded mtg bobert paul gosart uh wendy rogers or uh, governor DeSantis? well oh, okay God. first question is it just their dumb opinions and voice coming out of an actual like volleyball or is it the person? 
<laughs> that... if, it's the, if it's the person, it's Bobert, not close. Right. I mean, at least for me. Yeah. Like I've, I've already expressed my shameful attraction to Bobert physically, and like they sure they would uh, they would all be equally wretched to have to speak with in any capacity for any long term period on a desert island. Uh, so if the tiebreaker is which one looks the best, then again, Bobert not close. <laughs> Bobert not close. Yeah. Bobert not close. The El Storia book on tape. Yes. Absolutely. I, I'd, be like, I'd be like, hey, there's just the two of us on this island, so you know, like you like, let's uh let's get busy, but I like it silently. I wanna <laughs> but, but, oh man, you know what you know what really gets me going is absolute silence from you. I don't want to want, but you completely silent. I'd be like, and as like a as a conservative Christian woman or whatever, you should be totally on board with this. Me, a male, telling you to shut it. You just don't talk. <laughs> You just don't talk, and we'll just do the baby making procedure on this island. <laughs> I, I can, but but if, if it's a voice coming out of a volleyball that's like in my head, I, I don't have an informed enough opinion about how these people, because then it becomes more about the, the accent, right? Uh, yeah. So I'd probably just want whoever sounded the least offensive in terms of their uh their their speech patterns and accent and i'm just not informed enough to know who that would be probably not uh, Mar- marjorie taylor green she sort of sounds like a harpy every time i hear her over her mouth yeah uh, yeah i my god all of all of their voices are nails on a chalkboard for me it would be uh it would be brutal uh i th- i think i would probably go with bobert just because a fact that i just don't think she's that like intelligent and i could just argue and feel smugly superior (laughs) the rest of them would just make me throw wilson into the ocean never to be seen again and then i would find out that the volleyball didn't have anything to do with it it was just in my head the whole time and then i'd go mad so that would suck but um yeah Yeah, how how fucked up like how fucked up would it be for like that would say a lot about us if we were on a deserted island and like our wilson is one of these q people (laughs) one of our ostensible enemies like yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be like, really? Subconscious mind? Like when you snap and break, like you don't summon anybody I like. It's some. It's somebody yeah. I hate. Yeah, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's Ron Watkins and not Spider Man. Like, okay. Oh my gosh! <laughs> could, could you could you could you imagine the volleyball being Ron Watkins? Just the dullest, most dead <laughs> inflectioned. Uh, so we're we're stuck on this island here. Uh, Probably going to have to find some water to drink or else we're going to dehydrate. I mean, it's, it's just Ron, Ron Watkins and not the Joker. I mean, right. just, oh my God, just the most boring, dull, monotoned conversation. Like, slow, like, oh God. Yeah, I, I, I would I would be in the water just waiting for a shark to just tear me apart at that point. I'd just be like, nope. I mean, the, the rescue crew would get close to shore that they'd use their binoculars or whatever to see me, like, dry humping a, a palm tree and they would just turn around and I would just yeah. die on the island. the other way. They're just like, it looks like he strapped a couple of coconuts and what appears to be a makeshift firearm to that tree that he's grinding on. And it's just like, Oh no, that's that's Lord Bober. Get out of here. And then they just turn around and leave. <laughs> Lord Bobert is Elle's Johnny Silverhand. She just yeah. lives in yep. his head. <laughs> yep. Oh god. Uh, that that uh, I didn't think we were gonna get that much delicious horror from that question. But boy, oh. boy, boy, howdy! Was that was the, did that go down a road that I found most horrifying and enjoyable? Do we got anything <laughs> else? We got anything else in the mailbag? Yes, we do. Uh, Reverend Zenofact asks: uh, With tensions in Russia, 
Uh, how easily could Vladdy Daddy's agents convince Q heads to commit terrorist acts against U.S. citizens? Stunningly Bonus, easy. Stunningly. Uh, bo- bonus question, which QAnon grifter would justify it first? Uh, Pepe Lives Matter would justify anything because, again, they were the biggest one that was just sort of like, hey, uh, I wish we lived in Myanmar because that'd be great. All the guys that are actually trying to make a buck off this shit, they would never go down that road because that – that gets you calls by the FBI and that shuts the grift down. It makes them sad. Whereas like the anonymous idiots who are just like, I hate Biden and want like a dictator. Those people can mouth off and it's less likely they're going to get grabbed. And if they do, it, it doesn't hurt their grift. They're just doing this because they want to get internet famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so th- thanks for that question. Oh, sorry. Our- I, I realized I never chimed in even a look on that question. Uh, the answer yeah. is at the, at the drop of a hat. If Vlad Putin was just like, hey, QAnon, do some stuff in America. Some dumb QAnon person would do it. Thank yes. you for the question. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Institute for Advanced Horse Pucky Analysis says, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And they did not specify African or European, so I cannot answer. <laughs> Pass that. I, I answered that question enough in high school. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, I I will give this uh, incredibly lame referential question the incredible lame referential answer it deserves. Forty two. Boom. Nailed it. (laughs) So, uh, so closing closing up the mailbag. uh, Our question to numerous, which is, what are you looking forward to? Ooh. Uh. Oh. Uh. Pokemon Arceus comes out this Friday. I have it preloaded on my Switch. It might be bad. It might be good. I am looking forward to it. I have it. I have it loaded up. I'm going to play a new style Pokemon game. It. I. I have medium hopes. I don't have high hopes. I have medium hopes. But I am looking forward to it. The idea is really cool. We'll see about the execution. Uh, I'm. I'm uh, surprisingly and uh, pleasantly looking forward to the remaining episodes of this season of the HBO Max series Peacemaker. Man, four episodes in, and that show is just like a goofy, fun riot, just like such a good, fun time, Uh, roughly a thousand times better than The Book of Boba Fett, which is like the other sort of like streaming, uh, uh, like, you know, fucking killer app that's running right now. So Prestige uh, television. Yeah, prestige. Well, I mean, but uh, like, I re- I remember that term, but I would not call either of these prestige television. Right. Because Pe- Peacemaker's John Cena doing a bunch of like dumb, like f- cock jokes, and uh, <laughs> Boba Fett is uh, the name of that actor doing a lot of nothing. So neither of them feel like prestige TV to me. But of the two of them, one of them is incredibly fun and makes me actively want to watch it every week. And the other one is just sort of like kind of a chore to watch every week, but a chore that I feel sort of obligated to to be into if I want to know what's going on in the next season of The Mandalorian or whatever. So, yeah, man, if, if anybody out there who's listening, if you want to check out Peacemaker on HBO Max, I highly recommend it. Boy, like episode four took that show from like something I like kind of liked. It was like kind of looking forward to every week to just being something that is number one priority on Thursdays or whenever it comes out, just fucking snap it off as soon as I get in. So fun. I, I, you've been talking to me about it. Uh, I assume we'll cover it on the other pod at some point, which means I will have to watch the movie that puts that character in and then the show. So uh, I've been very surprised by your love of it. So I, I'm excited to try it at some point. 
yeah and i mean the 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 that movie the suicide squad is also just like a lot of fun like if you haven't seen the suicide squad i i, I also recommend watching that movie it's just like J- james gunn went in there and did his thing he took a, a big eclectic cast of like weirdos and made you feel oddly compelled by almost all of them and like that's a difficult a difficult task but james gunn that's sort of like his wheelhouse anyway mike what are you excited for uh, I'm excited for finishing up uh, the this this video on YouTube called uh, "The Line Goes Up: The Problem with NFTs" by uh, Folding Ideas. Oh, that's uh, a really good video. Yes, uh, I'm about uh, 45 minutes into it. We've covered Ethereum, Bitcoin, and uh, like how NFTs kind of exist as as like a side hustle to crypto, and it's been. It's been really awesome, like listening to it up to this point, and uh, can't wait to bang out the remaining hour or so that I have left of it. And so that's something that's gonna be a lot of fun. And then uh, getting to watch the foosball games this Sunday. And, oh uh, yeah! Oh, oh, or as 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 Sarge might call it, the uh, the, the three weeks of the coronation of the Kansas City Chiefs as Super Bowl champions. Congratulations! Oh, so, it, don't. Don't give them too much credit. Uh, I was I was in the Stanley Ballroom refreshing Google constantly, just watching that score, just ping pong back and forth. And uh, the people I was with can tell you, can attest to how stressed out I was because I was just like, these numbers keep going the way I don't want them to. And then, like, I saw the thirteen seconds left on the clock on via Google, not watching it, and I just had to stand there and like, that's insane. We're terrible at time management. This is out of control. Like, <laughs> oh, I've seen plenty of Philadelphia Eagle fans being like, "How the fuck did Andy Reid ever manage to pull that off? Why couldn't he have done this for like ten years in Philadelphia?" That bum. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's uh, what I have in the can for the upcoming week. So, yeah. Good stuff. Well, it's time for us to mount our majestic griffins and fly, fly far away from this horrible hell world for the week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. If you would like to support us, the easiest and freest way to do that is to continue to listen. Tell a friend, give us a five-star review or a thumbs up or whatever the fuck they want you to do to say that you like a show wherever your podcast is provided. It helps us a lot because it massages that sweet, sweet algo. If you have some money and you'd like to give it to us, Lord knows we want to take it. You can do so by visiting us at patreon.com slash poker politics. Anyone who donates $5 or more a month to our Patreon gets access to our 40 approaching 50 hours of bonus content, including wonderful series such as Kabbalin and what we do out of shadows where the boys watch dumb Q propaganda and uh, dunk on it like a slam dunking festival. It's our favorite thing to do. Uh, this week we do have a wonderful new beautifuler baby who is helping to support our fight in the, uh, digital war. And that is, uh, you slash Brooklyn from r slash dank Christian memes. Uh, those people over at dank Christian memes apparently got getting the memo that the Bible provided saying that all of the plants of earth are for human consumption. And that would include the devil's lettuce. Uh, (laughs) so thank you so much. Uh, Brooklyn for your support and for everybody else who has been supporting us up until now. If you have some money and you don't want to give it to us, Lord knows we understand. Go ahead and donate that to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And that sounds pretty great to most people, except for Matt Gates. This is the part of the show where I have to thank people that help uh, by providing their time and effort to the cause, uh, such as DJ Minimal Effort for providing our intro song, who remains too cool for social media, so there's no way to reach out and say that you like his Castlevania tunes, but it makes my heart feel a little bit better when I say, hey, DJ Minimal Effort, good shit. 
However, not too cool for social media is our good voiceover for artist friend Frosty. He does our content warning, our bumps, and when we needed the voice of Q, you can find him on Twitter at FrostyVO. Sarge and I, we have a spinoff podcast where we talk about pop media. If you can't get enough of our sweet, sweet voices, you can follow us on Twitter at BingeWordy, and you can find us wherever your podcast is provided at the BingeWordy Podcast. This week, we drop our hot takes on the movie Encanto, which, unlike the rest of the world, I did not think was very good. So if you'd like to listen to me be incredibly right or, in your opinion, incredibly wrong about the movie Encanto, once again, you can find us at the BingeWordy Podcast or on Twitter at BingeWordy, B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. And uh, that concludes all that horse shit. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, as always, I have been your host, uh, Mysterious L. I literally forgot the word mysterious. It mysteriously get, get vanished from my together. brain. Get it together. Get it together. It was going so well up until that point, too. Get it, I feel very bad. I like, <laughs> get f- it fumbling, together. Fumbling at the goal line. Uh, I'm I, Mysterious L, uh, joined as always by Hell World Sarge uh, and our uh, expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.